Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Career Pivot Accelerator Show. Whether you are brand new or have listened to me for a while, I celebrate you for wanting to focus on your personal development. I can tell your career is important to you because you are here today wanting to prioritize your career growth. I'm absolutely thrilled and honored to be your guide, to share my wisdom, encourage you, especially when times get tough, and to give you tips, tools, and advice. Maybe even challenge some of that current thinking you have. Very few people focus on their personal development when it comes to their careers, and especially when times get tough. Most people think that it's never them that needs to grow. It's always the other person. But not you, my friend. You're smart, intuitive, and always looking for opportunities to expand your knowledge in order to live an extraordinary life and a career beyond your wildest dreams. Welcome to the Career Pivot Accelerator and your future career success. with burnout tips for managing an overworked boss hello my friend and welcome to the career pivot accelerator show i'm glad you could join me i'm peggy mcknight your host and today we are going to be talking about burnout but from a different perspective and a different lens which is from the boss point of view so you are on the receiving end of a boss who is very highly stressed, agitated, and just downright burnout. And I'm here to offer some tips and suggestions to help you manage and navigate when times get tough. Is it difficult to get your boss to pay attention to you these days? Maybe they're taking long lunches and ducking calls from clients, or even you. Maybe they're avoiding you and you don't know why. Or maybe you just think to yourself, oh, it's just in my head, I'm imagining it. Maybe you're afraid to ask any questions because they've been extra critical lately. Anything that you say, even hello, is received with a snarky remark from them. This lack of enthusiasm could mean that your boss is burnout. Could also mean a whole lot of other things going on in their personal life or even professional life for that matter. It is common these days. I hate to say it, spoiler alert. Almost 96% of senior leaders, 96, that is a lot. They've basically reported feeling burned out at or on some level. And of that 96, 33% said their condition was extreme. Oh my goodness, people, we really need to do something about this. And that's where you come in, where you can play a real positive, pivotal role with your manager and more importantly, yourself and your sanity. So before you hand in your resignation, try to address the situation. Consider these ideas and tips that I'm about to give you for steps you can take to deal with a boss who may be exhausted and overwhelmed. 
All right, first up, I'm going to state the obvious, which is steps to take care of yourself. Like they always say on a flight, you have to put on your mask first and foremost before you can help anyone else. So let's work on you first by practicing self-care. Okay, it's an obvious one, right? How much self-care do you actually do? Working in a tense environment can affect your health. There's no doubt about that. So stick to a lifestyle that will keep you strong and fit. Eat a balanced diet and exercise regularly. Simple, right? Managing stress and aim for at least seven hours of sleep each night. Sleep is important. Eating a balanced diet and getting regular exercise. Those are the three main criteria. But in addition to that, I would recommend implementing some form of meditation. It doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be difficult. There are plenty of apps out there that will give you the tools that you need in order to try and reframe your mind instead of going to the crazy. It will help allow you to take a step back and this is metaphorically in your mind, you will be taking a step back and out of the whole situation at that moment in time. Meditation is powerful. And equally, journaling or gratitude journaling. One or the other, both, perfect. But just keep it simple. Just focus on your self-care. While you're at it, have some fun. Life is too short to be getting stressed out about your overstressed and overworked and burnt out manager. And also about you and your job and all the other kind of negativity that surrounds that. Try to look for some fun. Have fun. Studies show that burnout can be highly contagious. This I know for a fact because when you are in an environment, let's say you're at the office, that's where we are most of the time to earn our livings. So you're in an office environment and someone walks in and it's a bit like, is it Lionel? Lionel or Linus from Charlie Brown? I think it's Linus. Anyway, the one with the permanent cloud over their head and it seems like it's forever raining on them and their parade, right? So when that person walks into the environment or the office or the department, you can immediately feel a different shift in the whole environment and mood of the place. It is pretty powerful. So just be mindful that if you're feeling burnout, it's more than likely that your colleagues are picking up on that. They might not say anything to you or your face, but they will be picking up on it. So let's lift those spirits. Let's boost your spirits by looking on the bright side and finding opportunities to laugh, even if it is a weird kind of quirky laugh. And I don't mean the, the actual laugh itself, although that could get people laughing. Um, but I'm just thinking about, you know, the irony with situations and how you can laugh at it. It also helps to engage in activities that engage your creativity, but ultimately look for having some fun. Look for lightening the mood in the department. 
You don't have to be the clown of your department or your section, but definitely looking for the funny things. You know, even if it's a great or bad, however you look at it, I personally like dad jokes. I find that the simple things in life really do tickle me. And if you can find one that really tickles you and resonates with you, have that on a post-it note or even on your screen shot somewhere that you can just immediately go to it to shift your perspective and your mood. Equally, you could consult colleagues. I'm not talking about gossip and I'm not talking about um, comparison, but just basically find out what your coworkers are thinking. You may be able to work together to share support and make the atmosphere more pleasant. There is absolutely no point and it achieves nothing but continuing to keep the mood down if everyone is comparing notes and you're all in the pity party yourself. No, basically you're consulting your colleagues to find out what each of you can do to change the environment or the perspective of what's going on. For example, if someone's off sick or just not in that day, we don't know what the situation is, it might be that they're off sick or they might have had a family emergency or they might be in hospital, who knows? But if someone is MIA from the office and someone is inevitably thinking the worst or, well, I had a meeting with them and they canceled on me, they're a no-show, I don't know where they are today. That kind of language really incites more negativity within the environment. So you just want to be sure and careful with your words that they are chosen carefully to express concern and empathy for somebody that's not there that day. Like, oh gee, I hope they're okay. Might get people, i.e. your colleagues, your coworkers, to get their mind shifted to a different perspective instead of immediately going for the negative and always wanting to pounce on them for things that are wrong with their life or their department. So just make sure that when you are consulting your colleagues, that it is in a positive and supportive way to elevate the team and not keep them down and even further going down in the negativity. Ultimately, if none of these things are working, then maybe you want to reach out and find a mentor or a coach. If your boss is distancing themselves, at least temporarily, you may want to look for other sources of mentoring and coaching, especially if you've always relied on your boss to give you that sound advice. And then all of a sudden they're no longer there. You definitely want to be reaching out to somebody else, especially if you need the support along your career journey and, and finding a mentor or coach. You want to look through your network of contacts you admire, people in the office or outside of the office, make new connections through social media, i.e. LinkedIn or other industry events but keep your eyes and ears open for those opportunities to connect with somebody to be your next mentor or coach. And then finally, you want to explore other resources. 
What if the situation is more than you and your coworkers can handle? Research your options. You may want to ask your HR department to intervene, or you may want to talk with a professional therapist. I'm not saying that it would ultimately result in that, but you just want to make sure that you are your best interests are looking after the welfare and the well-being of all of your colleagues. That includes your boss, your manager, your supervisor, your team leaders, your colleagues that you work with on a daily basis. You want to be lifting each other up, not pulling them down. And if ultimately you have discovered that they're going through an even tougher period in time in their lives that you are equipped to advise or support them with, then definitely it's something to be mindful of, of reaching out to others that you can ask for that advice as well. All right. So next up is steps to take with your boss. You want to examine the causes. The symptoms of burnout can be easily confused with other issues like routine job stress or an upsetting event like a death in the family or a divorce, which also feels like a death. Key events like this, or heaven forbid, bad news from your doctor, key events like this really do heighten somebody's stress levels. Even if burnout is involved, your response may vary depending on whether the issues are related to business or your boss's personality. So just be very aware of the behaviors of others. Examine the causes. Talk it over if you can. Again, this is really depending on your relationship and the level of trust that you have with your boss. If they are very much all about business, then talking it over with them is possibly not the best thing to do, but just let them know that you are there through your actions. But if you are close to them, maybe they'll be open to candid feedback. It really depends on the situation. If you're less familiar with each other, you can still discuss specific behaviors and changes you need to help you do your job well. Number three, and this is really key, you want to be listening closely. God gave us one mouth and two ears for a reason. Listen more, talk less, especially when you have sensed that your boss is stressed, burnout, all of those kind of buzzwords. Remember that ultimately your boss is human. Just helping them to feel understood may lead to greater harmony. You'll gain more insights into what's happening and how to deal with it. Provide validation. Even if you and your boss disagree, you can still show them that you care about their feelings and experiences. Let them know that you recognize and accept their emotions. It's ultimately about giving them, them being your boss, the sense of belonging, not alienating them because they're uber grouchy or just really touchy about 
anything and everything and just want to bite everybody's head off at that time. Making them feel validated for who they are and their reason for being with you in this team will really go a long way. And then here's one that is quite fundamental. Be kind. Your boss may appreciate thoughtful gestures. Offer to bring them back a cup of coffee when you're making or buying yourself one. Compliment them on their new haircut. Just compliment them on anything, but equally don't make it all like lay it on thick. Like then they'll start to think, okay, what's up? right? You want to make it as easy and natural as possible. So being kind is something, whether they're burnout stressed or just having a bad day, you want to be kind 24 seven, 365, rather than just because they're in a bad mood that day. No, that will start to show through as false and phony and disingenuous. So you really want to make sure that you are kind to anyone and everyone throughout your career every single day. Take initiative. On a practical level, your boss may need someone to take over some of their usual responsibilities. Assess the current workload and make specific suggestions where you can pitch in, especially if you've been there a while and you know a lot of the jobs and you know the key measures of when certain jobs need to be done. And if you start to see things slip, then definitely offer and take that initiative to offer your support and help and assistance at that period in time. Just so they know that they've got somebody in the wing, you know, who's got their back rather than just seeing them flounder. There's nothing worse than anyone who is overworked, stressed, and burnout, and they know darn well that they're dropping a lot of key deadlines and things like that. The last thing they need is for a team to just sit there on the sidelines, just waiting for them to screw up once again. Definitely be there, be that support system that kicks in and helps them out because that really will go a long way. And finally, set boundaries. At the same time, you need to protect your own health and career. Remember what I said at the beginning, like with flights, you gotta put on your mask first before you help anyone else. So make sure your own health is in check and that you're strong enough to handle whatever comes your way. Ultimately, it will help your career too. Honor your limits to avoiding putting yourself at risk for burnout too. That's the last thing you want is to then jump into the frying pan with them and then figure out, oh, how do we both now get out of this, right? So make sure that you are very mindful about setting your boundaries. You may be able to adapt while your boss resolves their situation, or you may need to move on if your working conditions start having a negative effect on your overall well-being. 
There was a time in my career when I worked for a particular boss who was like the boss from hell. I'll just, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It was pretty horrendous. And if you basically were in the crossfire of her sight, she would really try to rip you to shreds verbally. And it was not nice or pretty to see other colleagues be on the receiving end of that, let alone myself. And you really start to wonder, well, I didn't sign up for this. I didn't sign up for this abuse, this lack of support. I know they're having a tough time in their life. And this individual was going through some major health issues. So yeah, I could cut them a lot of slack but there is still no excuse for them to take it out on anyone and everyone because of the bad news the doctor has given them. Yeah, life is really tough. And then the last thing we need is to take it out on our colleagues just because life isn't rosy and rainbows and unicorns and all that sort of stuff. So, Ultimately, you do have to look at and start weighing within yourself, is this job worth it or should I start looking? So be very mindful of that because your well-being is what matters. Ultimately, the person who is going through the, the burnout, the rough time, the stress, that's on them at the end of the day because equally they need to be strong enough to know when to ask for help. So ultimately, just make sure that your overall well-being is your priority first and foremost before you start helping anybody else. Now staying positive and keeping up with your responsibilities will definitely help you to support your boss and keep your career on track most definitely without a doubt but sometimes if your jobs are dependent on them and they've dropped the ball there's not a lot you can do about that or is there you might be able to step in and help support them in a way that helps you so just have a think about that in future whenever you're working on a project or a particular task within your department that is dependent or reliant on other colleagues. Make sure that you are all in alignment or there is something that you can do to step in and help them out rather than playing the blame game because that achieves nothing for anyone. And if anything, it just looks like you're a whiner and complainer. So ultimately stay positive and keep up with your responsibilities, then you really cannot go wrong. But ultimately, with your boss, it could be a cry for help. A lot of people's cries for help are manifested in various different shapes and forms, and you might not realize it until possibly weeks, months, days down the line, and thought, oh yeah, I did see that coming. So that's where keeping your eyes and ears open and listening to your leader and what they have to say is really key and important. All right, my friend, that is coping with burnout and tips for managing an overworked boss. 
I hope you've found this podcast useful and helpful in your career journey. Please do leave a comment below. I am looking for an awful lot of people to give me comments and feedback about my podcast because you will be helping me to help you. And I look forward to helping you in future. Careers can be exciting. They can also be very tough and challenging. Like I've always said, life is too short. So the tips and pointers that I can share with you, I am absolutely delighted to share because that's what it's all about, is just sharing things to help you elevate your career that much faster and further than you ever thought possible. All right, my friend, until next time, bye for now.